Welcome back to the Magna Vita. I'm Alex Olson. Every week we listen to hours of the best podcasts about personal and professional growth so that you don't have to. We present the best practices and principles empowering us to build a great life. Last week we talked about entrepreneurship and limits. This week we listened to more than 20 podcasts. The four best ones talked about mindset and challenges. But first, the bonus for this episode, uh, if we go back to last book review, How to Win Friends and Influence People, it talked a lot about the importance of relationships and the importance of having other people talk about themselves. Um, And so I think one of the best ways to do that is through really good questions. And something that I found that really has helped me came from the Art of Manliness, and they created an acronym to help us remember what questions we can ask other people. And it's the word FORM, F-O-R-M. And it's family, occupation, recreation, and meaning. This is something that's really helped me whenever I'm meeting someone for the first time or if I'm talking with friends and it gets quiet, I can always go back to this and think through these four areas. I can ask about their family, about their occupation or their work. I can ask about their recreation, what they like to do for fun. Or I can ask about meaning, uh, what they like to do in their life and what's important to them. So I hope that helps as you're working on building relationships and staying close with the people in your life. The first podcast from this week is actually a new one. It's a new one that we haven't shared on here before. It's the Gary Vaynerchuk show. And Gary is an immigrant. He came to America from the Soviet Union. And he's also an entrepreneur. He took his father's wine business and made it very successful through, in a lot of ways, social media and marketing, which is what he talks a lot about now. But he also is talks about some principles and and values that are really important and really helpful. So I don't always love the delivery, but I think the message is worth it. And I think the principles are really powerful that he shares. The first thing that he talked about, he said, my ability to not care about other people's opinion of me is the foundation for my happiness. I thought that was really powerful. He, He mentioned how And I think it's obvious that in today's world, it's so easy to get caught up in how many likes we get or how many times someone shares something that we post. But I I really love that Gary knows what's important to him and he focuses relentlessly on those things. He doesn't get caught up in trying to impress other people by buying a new car or a bigger house. He focuses on what matters most to him. I really liked he said, dying on your sword is better than dying on someone else's. And it's just that idea that we need to live life according to us and do what matters most to us rather than letting someone else or someone else's opinion dictate what we do. And Gary in general is really big on positivity and not complaining. And and I really like that message. As he said in this podcast, he said, there's never been a better time to be alive in history than right now. 
and it's just statistically when you look at it is whether it's crime or the number of people dying from disease or violence those numbers have never been smaller but it's still so easy to get caught up in negativity and that's why he said it's so important that we add people in our life that are positive and optimistic and that we try to avoid people that are negative because as he was saying there's good and bad in the world it all depends on what we choose to look for I thought it was really powerful when he said what you look for you find another message that he's really big on is personal accountability and responsibility he said we blame everybody else because we don't want to take on responsibility he said if anybody has ever been successful in your situation then you can too and I don't know if that's always a hundred percent true but it gets to this point that is very empowering and it, it reminds me of he later said I think everything is my fault and that reminds me a lot of we talked about Jocko Willink and who is a Navy SEAL commander and has gotten to be known for his book extreme ownership and I think this idea of taking on responsibility it can go too far but it's also really empowering because it enables us to see how we can change the situation. Because if it's my fault, then I can change that. But if it's everyone else's fault in my life, I can't change them. The next principle that he talks about that I really love is he focuses a ton on patience and process. He said we need to love the journey as much as the result. And he focuses a lot on how we all have a lot of time and we don't we all expect or want to be overnight successes but that's not how it works for anyone it takes hours and hours of work to get the success that we want and finally the last principle was self-awareness Gary said besides health if I could give you one thing it would be self-awareness he said, we're good at a lot of things, and we're also bad at a lot of things. The key is to know what we're good at. And I love the final quote from this podcast. He said, once you understand who you are, you can do a lot of damage. The next podcast from this week was How I Built This, and they interviewed Wendy Cope, who started Teach for America. If you're not familiar, just quickly, it's a, it's a program that takes some of the best college students in the U.S. and places them in low-income or difficult areas and communities where they teach for two years. And the most recent numbers I could find said that in 2015, Teach for America had had 50,000 teachers who have collectively taught more than 5 million students across the nation. So it's just an incredible organization that does so much good. But it was really interesting because she talked about how she started it and how she built it. And she was still in college and she said that she had an, she had an idea to recruit 500 people to go teach in some of the toughest areas to change the education system in America. And I really liked a couple things from this. The first was that 
She recruited people to be a part of her mission. It was bigger than just teaching for two years. She told them that they could be part of the group that would change the education system in America. And that's such a big impact. And I love that she had that vision and that she showed people how they could make a difference. And because of that, in the first year, while she was still in college, they had 2,500 applicants for only 500 slots because students wanted to help, but they didn't know how. And Wendy was giving them that opportunity. And she built Teach for America as her senior thesis. And I thought that was a great example of the power of working within our current situation to follow what we are passionate about, whether that's a side project at work or doing something at home after. I love that idea that we can find synergy is a really overused word, but there was synergy there where she could work on her thesis and she was going to have to do that either way. Why not do it on some, something that she really cared about? But the, the biggest lesson that I got from this podcast was Teach for America was an amazing idea. In the first year, she was able to raise two and a half million dollars. It took a ton of work, but she had good applications and she built good relationships with schools. Despite all of that though, Wendy said there were still several years where every paycheck she didn't know if they were going to make it or not. She talked about how they constantly needed to raise more money. And in 2014, they ended up raising over $300 million. But it wasn't always that easy. And it's, to me, that was just such a powerful message that even if we have an incredible idea and we get a lot of momentum, it's still going to be tough and we're still going to have hard moments. But if we can persevere, if we can keep fighting, then we can be successful. The next podcast from this week is Beyond the Uniform with Jan Rutherford. Jan was a Green Beret in the Army, and after that, he wrote a book on leadership. And since then, he's really helped a lot of people reframe how they look at challenges and how they can become better leaders. The first part they talked about was writing a book and the the importance and the power of journaling, writing in a journal. I liked that Jan said when he was in the army, there was, there was a speaker that came and said, if you remember nothing else from my talk, remember that all great men and women kept journals. I think that's a really powerful thought that when we think about some of the greatest people from history, they had journals. And, and I don't think that's by accident. I think it's because that reflection and that time helped them to get to where they became so successful. And I really liked, Jan talked about this idea of focusing on the process and not the product. He said the act of writing a book or journaling makes it worth it, not any money that could potentially come from it. And he also said, he talked about accountability. He said that we should tell everyone we're going to write a book and they will force us to be accountable. And the last section that I really liked from this podcast was Jan is really big on the idea of a crucible moment. He said that what distinguishes leaders 
good leaders from other people is that leaders are constantly testing themselves. And he said that crucible moments can help build us into something better and something stronger. He said they force us to be bold and adventurous and to potentially fail. But he said they help us so that we don't settle. He said instead we can live a life that we're proud of. We can go to our point of no return and we can push through it. He said when you are cold, wet, and tired, you change in a good way. And he talked about how David Goggins has this idea where we operate at 40% of our capacity. I, don't, I think the number might be off, but it's not important. What's important is the idea that we can become more and we can do more. But the only way to overcome, at least according to Jan, is to put ourselves in tough situations that force us to grow. And the last message that I loved from this podcast was the question, what would you do if it was impossible to fail? The last podcast from this week is the TED interview with Tim Ferriss. So it comes from the producers who make TED Talks. And I really liked it because we share a lot from Tim Ferriss because I think he's great at learning from top performers and sharing their tools and their tactics with other people. But it was good to hear about what Tim thinks and what he, what his background is and what's helped him in his life. And I like the idea, Tim said that when he's studying high-performing people, when he looks at any field, he asks, who is good at this that shouldn't be? But then the host brought up a great point that it still takes a lot of work. That Tim, when he's studying something and when he's trying to become better at something, the host said he'll grab onto something with crocodile teeth and he won't let go. It's a cheesy metaphor, but I do like the principle, the idea of grabbing onto something and not letting go. And to do that, Tim shared some life hacks, for lack of a better term, but some tactics that he uses in his life to be more productive. And the first one was the power of batching, or doing one thing at a time. He said that 30 to 40% of our time is spent switching between tasks. And so, for example, he said he does all his email in one 30-minute block a day. And so another tactic that Tim shared was the Pareto principle. And that's the idea, you maybe you've heard of the 80-20 rule. And so the way Tim shared it is that 80% of the benefit comes from 20% of the work in our life. And so Tim is really big on finding those small things in our life that make a big difference. And he also said it works in reverse as well. That a lot of times 80% of the pain and the suffering in our life can come from 20% of the actions in our life. And so if we can find those small things and eliminate them, there will be a big difference in our life. And he talked through the idea something Tim has developed is the idea of fear setting. So it's like goal setting, but to help us overcome our fears. And I think this is really helpful because it can help us whether it's with failure or whatever it may be that's holding us back. 
So the first step is to write down what if I blank? So what if I go for a job or what if I try to strengthen this relationship, whatever it may be. And then Tim says to write down the worst possible outcomes. And then he works through how to prevent and repair them if they do happen. The next step is to look at what the impact would be if it works out, so if things actually go well. And the last step is to look at the cost of inaction or not doing it. And I think the biggest takeaway from this is Tim said that it often shows that the biggest risk is inaction or the status quo. So a lot of times it can seem really risky to go for something big. But when you go through this process of fear setting and having this mindset and looking at it differently, then it can show that it's actually a bigger risk to just do what we're already doing. That if we change things, it can become so much better. And the last part, they talked a little bit about stoicism, something I'm really big about. And we, we talked about meditations. That was our first book review by Marcus Aurelius. The next book review coming out on Friday is going to be uh, The Obstacle is the Way, which also talks about stoic philosophy. And Tim said it is simply an operating system to help us thrive in high-stress situations. He said it trains us to be less reactive and it empowers us to choose our response instead of being on autopilot or just immediately responding to a stimulus. Instead, we can take a step back and we can have the power to react how we want to that's in line with our values and what matters most to us. We hope that these tactics and tools about mindset and challenges help you or someone you know to build a great life this week. Thank you for the reviews and sharing the podcast, and thank you for being here. We know that everyone's busy, but it means a lot that you're here with us. So thanks again, and we'll see you on Friday.